friends, welcome to the Bible Project podcast. Well, what is the Bible Project, you might ask? Well, it's a plan to work chapter by chapter, verse by verse, through the entire Bible. And today we're continuing this journey and we're just going to kick off the second half of Genesis chapter 1. And over the next three or four days, we're going to be covering this episode of this agreement between Abraham and Abimelech. And the overall view I've called these next few podcasters is fitting the idea of what it means to be living in peace. Now, a few years ago, when I was a pastor of a church, we had many ministries. And at one of those ministry events, a lady came and sat at the table with me with a cup of coffee and asked if she could have a conversation with me. The conversation started out relatively light, really. But there was a moment when that conversation turned and it became much more serious. And she began to pour her heart out to me. And she began to describe several conflicts she had in her life with other people, other people outside her family and people inside her family, and of the confusion and the hurt that those conflicts were causing her. In her own head, she just wanted to know how to deal with these things because these troubles were really beginning to cause her very deep-seated anxiety. And at one point, she almost just blurted out, all I want to do is live in peace. Now, she's not the only person who's ever said that to me. I've had others say similar things. Maybe you felt the same way, especially if you've got into a conflict with another person and you reached a point where you thought, I just want this to end. I just want there to be peace, but not only peace in this situation, but peace in my heart as well. So how do we get to a place when we can live in peace with other people? And is there some key to getting and maintaining peace with other people and the people we know and come into contact with? And that's the question we're going to be considering over the next few days. That is, how can we find And then importantly, how can we maintain peace with other people? Well, I think there's a principle or two that we can find helpful in the scriptures. Scriptures that are really helpful, in fact, when it comes to these issues. And some of these biblical principles are very clearly illustrated for us in an incident in the life of Abraham here in Genesis chapter 21. And they're pretty much as useful in terms of, of ideas and principles to apply, as useful as any as as you'll find in the whole Bible. So let's look together now at Abraham and how now a potential conflict with someone is arising and let's look at how they both in fact handle it. Because maybe this will give us some insight into how to handle conflicts that we might have with other people. So I'm just going to pick up the text and read a couple of verses for you, beginning in Genesis 21 verse 22 to 24. At that time, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his forces, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you do. Now swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show to me and the country where you now reside as a foreigner the same kindness I have shown to you. And Abraham said, I swear it. Now, this is an interesting little section of scripture where you've encountered the situation with Abimelech before in chapter 20. And now we see that this uh, is ongoing, the repercussions of what happened earlier on. This time, Abimelech and Abraham are having a bit of difficulty. And if you remember, 
The passage started out with Abimelech making a request of Abraham. You see, previously, these two guys had had a bit of a conflict going on. And it now ends with the fact that they'd got it all settled, or they appeared to have, to the point where Abraham had settled and become a resident in the land that fell really under Abimelech's control. Now, Abimelech, we've met before, uh, the fact of who he sent to deal with this incident makes it seem quite a big deal because it tells us the commander of his army comes to speak to Abraham about this thing. What's interesting to me is, is he opens his communication by saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now, if you recall the incident in the previous chapter, what happened then was Abraham went into Abimelech's territory and he said to his wife, Sarah, tell him that you're my sister, not my wife. So Abimelech then put her, Sarah, in his harem and he planned to marry her, which would have caused all kinds of problems, not only to Sarah and to Abraham, but in relation to the promise that God had made about Sarah to Abraham. But then God appears to Abimelech in a dream and he tells him to give Sarah back to Abraham and they resolve the conflict. In that story, God told Abimelech, he also told him that Abraham was a prophet. So he had encountered Abraham prior to these events and those events concluded with God appearing in a dream. And you may recall that Abimelech had been sick and because of that he was unable to consummate the marriage. And that after that, in fact, Abraham prayed for him and he got well. In fact, the whole household had been sick and Abraham's prayer of restoration after those events was both Abimelech and his household recovered. So there were a number of things going on that had convinced Abimelech that in principle he needed to be careful because the Lord was with this man Abraham. And he knew because of all the things that had happened in terms of his relationship and how things had worked out between them. I think it's really fascinating that Abimelech recognises that the Lord is with Abraham and everything he's done. But on the other hand, he also says, by the way, I noticed that you were capable of lying to me. So he says, I want you to swear by your God that you won't deal with me or my household or my future descendants in a false way. I want you to deal honestly with me and uprightly with me, he says. When he had the dream, he gave Sarah back to Abraham. He didn't have to do that under his own idea of the moral code that he lived under, but he did that probably because the Lord revealing himself to him scared him. Scared him quite a lot, I would expect. But he did more than just hand Sarah back. He gave Abraham gifts and he gave him land within his territories to raise his herds and his flocks. So he's gone the extra mile, hasn't he? He's been kind to Abraham and he reminds Abraham and tells him, look, I've been kind to you and all I want you to do is reciprocate that in the way you deal with me. That's my request, that when you deal with me, you deal with me kindly and straightforwardly and honestly. What I find so fascinating here is that on the one hand, he is able to say God's with you in everything you do, and yet also say, you know, you're a liar sometimes. So in other words, he's saying, Abraham, I've seen both sides of you. But Abraham's reply to verse 24 is very sweet and simple. Abimelech asks him to be clear and honest with him. And he says, I swear it that I will.
From here on, Abraham says, I will deal with you forthrightly and honestly. Abraham is simply requesting honesty and peace. And that's what's basically going on here. So that they can have a straightforward relationship whereby they can live together in peace. So that there should be no more conflicts between them. I don't want you to lie to me anymore, he says. Primarily, I don't want you to do that because I don't want there to be any more conflicts where the God of Abraham might need to set in. I want there to be peace between us. And so that's how they begin to make an agreement. In a sense, they make the agreement that that's the principle, but we'll also look at how they ratify that agreement in the next few verses. And we shall look at how they do that in the next episode. But other than that, that's it for today. I'll say bye for now and I'll see you back here very soon on the Bible Project Daily Podcast.